0: It's a beautiful day here in Hermosa Beach. Welcome back to Resource. I'm your host, Lucas Camiso, realtor with RE-MAX and president of the Hermosa Beach Kiwanis Club. The mission of this podcast is to provide value by delivering educational real estate content. I'll discuss info such as recent sales, new listings, professional advice, and market insights from the industry's top professionals. The topic of today's episode, when do you sign a contract? No matter where you are on the real estate spectrum, I want to provide you with some information regarding the appropriate time to sign contracts. This information is meant to benefit renters, landlords, sellers, as well as buyers. I'll begin by discussing renters and applicants. The only document that you need to sign other than a lease agreement is the agency disclosure, otherwise referred to as the AD. The AD is required prior to application submission and it must be signed by any applicant 18 years of age or older. To clarify, no agreement is required to help you find a property. When it comes to landlords, the agency disclosure must be signed concurrently with the lease listing agreement. You must have appropriate documentation prior to advertising and screening tenants. I'd like to highlight the importance of having the correct disclosures and how it is essential in minimizing your liability as an owner of income property. When does a seller sign contracts? Well, the listing agreement is signed along with the agency disclosure prior to putting the house on the market for sale. As the seller, you choose the pace and have the option of including a waiver, which allows you to delay the upload of your property to the MLS to do things like prepare the property for resale. This could entail minor repairs, repainting and yard work in order to present the property at its very best. I strongly encourage obtaining a termite report as well as a home inspection prior to listing your property so that you know exactly what condition it is in and this will prevent you from falling out of escrow at a later date. Sellers have the ability to operate on their own and this is what would be known as a FISBO, or for sale by owner. When working without a realtor, you assume management of the transaction process as well as all of the paperwork and disclosures that it entails. In the case of buyers, there's a big misconception about the purpose of the buyer broker agreement. The contractual or relationship obligates a buyer to have one representing brokerage. You are not required to sign this contract as it does not incentivize a realtor to work hard for you. Having multiple realtors that send you properties, you'll be able to notice who is working the hardest for you. Choose to work with a realtor that hustles on your behalf the one who introduces you to the property that you ultimately fall in love with. In the case of a buyer, consider the motives of a realtor who requests that you sign a buyer-broker agreement. My belief is that a realtor who is unconfident in their ability to serve and negotiate on your behalf will ask you to sign a buyer-broker agreement. Whereas when you entrust my services in your real estate transaction, you will not be faced with this request. My best interests is your best interest this concludes today's podcast episode please subscribe and share resource with your friends family and coworkers. I'm always open to feedback and new ideas for upcoming episodes thanks again for listening tune in next Thursday for episode five